Welcome back, everyone. This is The 23, and I'm Chris Kirkby. Today's guest is Angelo Ionetta. He is Ireland's strongest man under 90 kg, Europe's strongest, strongest man 2015 under 90 kg, Ireland's strongest shoulders for seven years. To say that the man is a beast would be an understatement. Angelo, welcome to The 23. Uh, pleased to meet you, Chris. Good morning. How are you, Kevin? Very, very well. Um, thanks for thanks for taking the time to join us, Angelo. Um, first things first, Angelo Ionetta. Great name, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Not stereotypically Irish. No. Uh, so, so I looked into it, okay. and really, really weird. Do you, I, I don't know if you're a spiritual person at all, Angelo. Very extremely spiritual. Yeah. Okay, so check this out for for a bit of a strange one. Okay. So I decided to look into to your name. This podcast is called The 23, as you know. The reason it's called The 23 is because at very key points in my life, almost too many to count, this number has shown itself. It's the day, it's the day, of, my, day of my birth as well. So I looked into your name, okay. and it turns out that across the globe that are registered with the name Ianetta, there are 2,323 or... 2323. 23. <laughs> okay, okay. I get and you. I was like, whoa, that's weird. Uh, yeah. So I think Angelo, for whatever reason, was supposed to have this conversation. So I can't wait to get started. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. So how did you end up um, in Ireland from, from Italy? Uh, well, both my mum and dad are Italian. Um, oh, they were, they were, geez, they were practically kids themselves when they moved over. Uh, my mum would have been. 14 my dad was 16 they moved over separately um, met here then several years later I was born in Wexford and uh, yeah pretty much of bar one year we did we did live in Italy when I was eight years old we spent a year down there but other than that I've pretty much grew up in Ireland um, down down the southeast of a little place called Wexford um, so yeah that's that's how uh, I yeah it wasn't really choice I, was, I suppose my mum and dad moved over met here and I just yeah no I, I do don't get me wrong I I love the fact that I've got the Italian roots um Italian nationality and Irish passport as well I mean obviously I was born here but um yeah yeah I, I, I'm quite fond of Italy I do I, I do get down as much as I can um pretty much 80 90 percent of my relations cousins uncles aunts are all back home in Italy like so it's a very little family it's just just my media family in Ireland but um yeah that's kind of how that came about yeah Okay, and I'm just. This is more from a personal point of view. From honest, a little bit, a bit selfish with this question. Um, from a training point of view, notoriously, my shoulders have been my weakest in terms of the the, the amount of uh, strength I can generate through them. What What's your secret to strong shoulders? Ooh, um, <laughs> a good one. Um, honestly, Chris, I don't think. Well, no, I. I wouldn't say I have a secret. Um, if I have to be entirely honest about it, going back to when I was, I remember I was 16 years old, there was myself and a couple of friends. Um, we'd only a little small bench press, like a little home thing going on, but I was always quite dominant. I mean, in, in, in kind of bench and, and shoulder pressing. Um, I mean, probably a little to do with, with having shorter levers than a lot of guys, but Nonetheless, I still have to work hard. There's a lot of guys around similar size that they can't really do the same. But 
it's just I suppose, like years of hard work. I just, I just, I, yeah, I don't do anything different to anyone else, but I just commit to the cause. I, I'm a firm believer in, you know, if I, if I, if I say I'm going to do something, I'll do what needs to be done, but I'll never talk about it. So I don't, I don't believe in talking about numbers and doing, I just go, like I'm getting ready for a show now on the 11th of October, but I'll say nothing about that numbers wise, the whole lot, two records are going, well, I'm, I'm aiming to set two new records. That's the plan. Um, both of them shoulder events. One is in the log press and one is in the axle. And both records, obviously, will be in the 90 class. And potentially the log in the 105 class, you know, um, I'm, I'm looking to kind of dominate that as well. But, um, yeah, no real secrets. I just train my shoulders. I train them to failure. I mean, that's what one thing I do love about the gym is it's it's that every session is different. You're, you 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 well, me personally, but I'm sure a lot of people can probably relate, but I'm constantly training. Like, I'll train and train and train my shoulders. I'll hit every different area. The same with every muscle group, but I'm training to that that point of failure. And then once once I've hit that, then the next week I'm looking to go beyond that. So it's it's always looking, not, not in a negative sense, but I'm always chasing that failure in the gym. And I guess it just stands to me in the long run. Like you know, there, there are days where <laughs> you certainly don't feel like lifting, but look, we all we all have off days. But generally, those are the days that I have my greatest lifts and my biggest lifts. You know what I mean? The days where you, you've got to kind of pick yourself up and and go get in there and do it. But once you're in the gym, it's it's different mindset. You're just you're in the zone. And yeah, I wouldn't say I have a secret, Chris. It's more just dedication, discipline. I mean, it's 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 all round. It's diet. It's it's hard work. Um, and look, is there a little bit to do with, I don't know, just being good in terms of genetics in that area? I Short levers, like the, I, I've had of, I won't say haters, but <laughs> there, there have been guys and to be asked, the only reason you can press like that is because of your short levers, you know what I'm like? It's not the only reason, you know, you could get several guys with the same length levers in terms of arms and everything else, but doesn't mean oh just because you've got that side. So that's that's a bit of a negative negative statement from some guys. It's like yeah, you know. Whereas to, to actually comprehend it, like he, he, he might actually work hard. Like they never see what goes on behind the scenes. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, they don't see the 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 the, the twelve o'clock meals that you're up cooking, twelve o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Two o'clock in the morning. They don't the nights that you're not going out with your mates. Now I'm I'm not into like drinking and socializing like that anyway, but. You make a lot of kind of small sacrifices for the kind of bigger, bigger end game. You know what I mean? So yeah. nights out, you got to knock it on the head, and there's there's a lot of little things that you, not that you can't do, but you you do in small proportions because you you can't commit to wanting to set records and and, and reach the next level and be out living it up every weekend. It doesn't happen. I'm sorry. You know, ask any of the top guys; they're not out partying, living it up, and I'm not. I'm not having a go at people that go out, don't get me wrong, but I'm focused to the cause. I'm focused to the cause. Yeah. I'm 100%. I mean, I can like directly um, apply a comparison between myself and yourself in terms of strength because I weigh, I think, probably a couple of kilos more than you do when you're in competition state. Okay. So I'm about 92, 93 kilos, six okay. foot two. And I've seen you... Um, deadlifting a Seat Leon for nine reps. So when I see somebody doing that who weighs the same as me pretty much, 
you know, all the things that you're talking about, like the short levers and a lower center of gravity, yeah, it helps. But I probably, you know, even if I tried to move, I don't know, a quarter of that car, it probably isn't coming off the ground. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I can, I, I respect what it takes to get there. And there's, a, there's, you know, the things you've just been talking about, masses of discipline required. But it leads me to the question, there's a lot of, I wouldn't call it extreme discipline. Well, yeah, I think extreme discipline maybe is is, is a right, the right phrase, which you can apply to, to strongman events, powerlifting. But you can also apply it to things like, you know, bodybuilding or athletics. But the one that I'd like to explore is how come, because you said, you know, you trained in the garage with your mates. Mm-hmm. How come you decided to go down the path of, of, of strongman rather than something like bodybuilding, which is a, a similar mindset? Yeah, Um yeah, interesting. Um, if, <laughs> very interesting. Um, it it kind of you're going back to when I was a childhood or a child, I suppose. Um, and without going into too much detail, but I, I did, I had quite a, an abusive childhood, um, which continued on until I was quite literally sixteen years of age. Um, and it's just I, at that age, I was I was a little older, so he kind of backed off my father. Well, and I've seen a lot of, a lot. Of, look, we all have our own stories. Some people worse than others, and I'm not playing on that card. But I'm just being stressed, getting to the answer. But I've seen a lot of things. Took a lot of beatings. Seen my mum get beat black and blue. Well, a, a lot of bad things growing up as a kid. But I remember the age 13. That was that was that was a another little turning point. It was probably there was one at eight. Um, and it was when I had mentioned earlier we were living in Italy and uh, it, was, it was quite tough times without going into too much detail but tough times and uh, again very abusive um, heavy heavy drinker uh, major alcoholic for nine years straight so there was a lot of there was a lot of dark energies there and at, at the age of eight um, again I, I won't go into detail about the memory because it's, it's quite personal still but and I've, I've only told two or three people but uh, I had a I had a, a kind of a, a vision, for want of a better word, at the age of eight. And and in a nutshell, basically, without going into too much of this division, but what it was, was, <laughs> you know what, I will tell you, because it, it, it's funny, and unless I tell you, it's going to be hard to kind of explain. So at, at eight years old, and it was like I said, I was a kid. So I don't have a lot of different memories from when I was a kid, but eight and 13, I remember very well. And um, I, I remember leaving our house um, it, we were in Italy at the time and I was walking up to my nan's and it was maybe I'd say no more than three four hundred metres of a walk up a hill and uh, myself and my older brother and uh, <laughs> we're walking up and right before we turned the bend at the top of the hill my nan's and you'll see why I'm laughing it's 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 it, it, it's quite personal but it's it's a bit funny as well but I, I remember stopping and uh, I don't ask me where it came out of but I, I remember stopping and I, I remember the point to this day I could show you exactly where it was and I remember I was looking out over the hill because we live up on the mountains you know and uh, where it came from I couldn't tell you but I, I had this thing about right you know when, when I'm big when I'm older I'm coming back to Italy and I had this thing about coming back to Italy now you can understand when I get to further in but it was coming back to Italy with a big red Ferrari right and that was at eight years old that's the memory I had right but as I got older and as life progressed, and then at 13, I had another kind of a, but it was where I developed this kind of place in my mind. Um, I remember I seen Kickboxer. I don't know if you remember Van Damme, Kickboxer. Yeah. 
and very first time I've seen it. And I, I'd only just uh, I remember I, I I was fortunate enough to be um, to be able to do uh, taekwondo from the age of thirteen. So having that discipline, that structure away from the abusive household, it, it was great. You know what I mean? There was there was structure, there was discipline, and it, it, for me at the time it was. <laughs> You know, as you can understand, but it was very much this. This was my way of like, right, you can beat me and beat me and beat me. But mentally, you know what I mean? You, you can't control what I think. So I always, no matter how bad it got, I always had this this vision that things would be better, things would be better, things would be better. So life progressed then a bit more into my early 20s got into a, a little bit of trouble went down the road of just was was a heavy cannabis user got into a little bit of trouble with the law nothing nothing major nothing like in terms of you know drug trafficking around just personal use silly silly and um at the age of 20 and I, again i was always kind of into training never took that leap that next step but always um had a, a big thing of kind of um strongman at the time uh Pujanowski, i remember at the time i uh, was in my mid-20s and he was he was dominating the scene at the time, and um, yeah, strongman it just kind of happened. I, I remember I went training with a guy. Um, he would have at the time. I don't know if he was at the time, but he definitely held the title of Ireland's strongest man a couple of times, and uh, Republic's. I think Ireland's strongest man once or twice, definitely, and Republic of Ireland's strongest man a couple of times. Um, I'm sure he won't mind me mentioning his name, but Paul Roberts is his name. So he he actually brought me down training for the first time ever. Uh, went down to the strongman session, and you know what? I just I, I just fell in love with it. I just it, it was a way of I don't know. I just you know what? It's, it was that thing of now I had something that race. You know, I, I wanted to be able to. I, don't ask me why, but I, I did a few of the events at Lestone Log. A couple of them might okay for me, and so now I kind of had something that like right, I I like this, I, I enjoy this. So let's let's kind of see where it goes. The first couple of years, you know, I wasn't really big into it. You know, I was I was kind of messing about, still a little bit of trouble back and forth, and um, then yeah, the age of thirty, that was a big kind of turning point. Um, again, got into it. Probably makes me sound bad, but got into a little bit more trouble with the law again. And that was kind of the last mistake. And this is where me and Keelan had been friends for a few years prior to that, true strongman. And after I got in that bit of trouble, he he was there as a friend. We became good friends. He he did help me out. And it was then that he 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 basically, we had a chat one day and he, he told me the story about pressure and diamond. And I can't remember the story, but it was a good story. It was how much pressure it takes to, to like turn a rock or something into it. it was something along that lines. But basically what it boiled down to was he actually, this it was the first time anyone turned around and said they believed in me. And at, at that moment, that kind of right. And it just got me to thinking, you know, because I, I was 13, I was thinking, you know, where this, this is not what I want though in life. This is, you know, I was, I was getting in trouble. I was, I was caught up in, just on the wrong scene. Look, I, I take full accountability for my own actions. I, I certainly don't point a finger or blame anyone else. And once you hit a certain age, I think you, you've got to take accountability. You know what I mean? You can't be passing the blame. And and from that day on, I just kind of just just worked my ass off, just quite literally. And um, 2015 then was the year when I really excelled. And uh, that was due to, a again, 
it's neither here nor there. It's just one of those things. But a, a 10-year relationship came to an end um, early on that year. Again, look, I'll take accountability for my responsibility in that. But like I, I was far from perfect. And uh, I'm not going to say she was anywhere bad. But look, these things happen. But I, what I did then, it was April that year. And I just threw myself into training. I remember I was training two or three times a day, seven days a week. I was... I just, I just had to occupy my mind, and I just won competition after another. Um, won the Italian qualifiers that year, all in the. It was all either ninety or ninety-five kilo class, uh, just just to get out there. But won Italy's, won Ireland's, um, got to Europe's, won Europe's, and that was that was a big kind of shock in the sense that I went up ready to give it my all, but when when I won, I I didn't expect to win that show. You know what I mean? So that. That gave me even more kind of self-belief myself. I was like, right. I had been working out of a place of anger, of, of rage, you know, yeah, heartache, call it what you will, you know what I mean? But there was a lot of, over the years, like being a child, everything that happened, the relationship ending. For the whole of that year, 2015, there was a, a lot of anger there, a lot of aggression. But after I won Europe, that was, that was a kind of a, a big eye-opener as well because... At that stage, then I was like, right, what if I kind of, and it, it didn't happen overnight, don't get me wrong, it, I'm still working on it to this day, but over the space of a couple of years, I really worked hard on, and, and when I say it, there was a lot of anger, I, I wasn't going around like shouting and screaming at people, but I was quite, an, and there was a lot of internal fights going on, you know what I mean, quite angry with myself, um, I would let a lot of people kind of take advantage in certain situations. So a lot of the anger was with me. I was angry at myself. And when I won Europe's, it was just, uh, yeah, I just kind of said, right, I've done all of this. And I actually qualified for the World's 90s that year. Didn't go quite as well. But one of my goals going forward is to get back there and and come out with a good result. Uh, we won't say what result, but a good result. And uh, yeah, I just decided to start working on and I had been quite spiritual, but through a lot of the things that had happened, I'd lost touch with my spiritual, the spirituality side. And it just, you know, I'd, after that show, I kind of decided, right, park this anger away, get to work, started working on mind development, Bob Proctor, uh, Tony, Tony Robbins, Les Brown. And, and just, just like, I've, I've, I've paid for a couple of coaches, coaches in the last few years, um, personal development coaches. And, yeah, and to this day, I'm still just continuously, every single day, like gratitude is a big thing, expressing gratitude. And just, again, this didn't happen overnight. It's taken me, it was nearly five years to get to this point. But it was initially Keelan, my friend, back seven, eight years ago, telling me that he believed in me. And, and this came from a place of like, he had absolutely nothing to gain from telling me this. It's not a, a case of, oh, if I butter this guy up. No, he had nothing to gain. He was just being a genuine friend. So had that. That was kind of an eye-opener. Um, the next few years then, uh, the relationship ending in 2015. Then I, I've basically been working, working my ass off ever since, just, just parking off that anger, getting the mind development, getting to a place where I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy in myself. You know what I mean? I don't need to be with someone. I don't need a relationship. I'm genuinely happy. I never thought, uh, five years ago, <laughs> I would have laughed. <laughs> and it's funny when you look back because they wrote the friends that were like, oh, Ansley, you'll be fine. And now you get on, you look back at this and I'm like, no, no, I won't. <laughs> like, you look back on how you were acting, man. I was just like, you know what? I'm sure we've all been there to an extent, but 
Yeah. I, at least I can look back and laugh the way I was. And it was just, you know what? If I had to do it all over again, I would. You know what I mean? It's it, looking back now, like it, all those tears coming down my eyes with laughter. Like it's, it's just, it, look, yeah, life has its ups, ups and downs. But I, I just, we touched base on it earlier. What, what, what I do and I've been doing, again, only for a, a couple of years, I've been working on this for four or five years now in terms of the personal development. But in the last year or two, I feel I've really kind of, nailed a few things home um, I'm quite big into the universal laws and that but yeah it's 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 kind of when something happens I'm going through a little something at the minute and I won't it's, it's quite um, yeah it's quite personal it's 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 dirty I've been yeah look I won't I won't get into it. I'll, I'll tell you when we get off it's it's something that once it's done and dusted I will be going public with it, so I'll put it that way, but it's quite bad. So I'm going through something okay. at the minute. And the point I'm getting at that we touched on earlier is no matter how bad of a situation you're going through, and it's 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 not always easy when you're in it, but you, you need to kind of remind yourself of your own advice. I'm just looking for the positives. I mean, yeah, I'm going through this, but why? There's always a reason. There's always a why. I mean, when I come out the other end of this, I'll have learned something. I'll have gained something. I'll have met someone. There, there, there's always every, let's call it a negative thing or bad thing that has happened in the past. I try not to focus on, oh, that was bad. No, it was like, no, what I gained from that was X, Y, and Z. You know, I've always kind of, again, for the last couple of years, looked for that positive. So, yeah, regardless of what's going on, always kind of look, you know, be optimistic. Look for the positive. Even if you're sat there crying, <laughs> feel sorry for yourself, you know, just... Just do it because you'll find it. You will exactly. find it. It takes work. It takes effort, but you'll find it. Yeah, it's a process, isn't it? And um, I, um, I was just curious. I want to just explore your mindset for a second. Just when it comes yeah. to numbers, I'm just going okay. to draw a comparison here. So I remember Eddie Eddie Hall before he lifted a half a ton on a deadlift. Yeah, crazy. I remember that. Yeah. And he he said he came out. I think a couple of years before he did it, he said, "I'm going to deadlift a half a ton." Yeah, and he was talking specifically about the numbers. He was like, yeah. "I'm deadlifting 500 kilos plus off the floor. Watch yeah. me." And then he got people say, "You're never going to do it. You can't do it." And he used those haters for uh, for fuel. Yeah. But what I'm interested about is you have a hesitancy. You don't want to talk about the numbers. You say the numbers will keep those to the one side, and you're approaching from a different angle. So, what is it for you about not? dealing with the numbers that makes you focus more oh again i've i've yeah um why i suppose the easiest way to sum it up is is, is just be honest um I'm, I'm a firm believer in and again i've learned a lot of this over the last three four five years um in the last couple of years i've learned uh I, i'm a firm believer that um is is this how is it goes uh he who exalts himself shall be humbled and he who humbles himself shall be exalted. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. And, and I feel as though, right, I, I don't know. If I was to start, like I, I do have a number in my head in terms of what I'm going from the log. I have a number in my head what I'm going from the axle press. Um, and I'll relive every night I'm lying in bed before I sleep. I'm, I'm reliving that day. Like it's on the 11th of October 
But I've I've gone over that day in my mind so many times. I've gone over the lift that I'm looking at. And, and you know what? I'll be there sometimes and I'll be going through the motions and everything. And it's it's that mental visualization. So I suppose it's it's quite similar to what Eddie both was saying and, and the way he looks at things. But I I don't know. I, and, and look, it's great. And like Eddie, I mean, I, I love that guy, what he's done, what he's achieved. Unbelievable. Like absolute, just yeah, pure beast. But yeah, the numbers thing with me, I don't throw the numbers out because I, I just believe that, look, you put in the time, the effort, you do the hard work, you humble yourself and on the day, you'll get the result. And I had a similar experience in 2015 in Europe where it was coming up to the last event and uh, I was going into the to the last event tied for tied for first place with another guy. And um, again, look, this guy is hell of a competitor. Um, he actually went on to win the World's 90s, I think, the following year, the year after. He's got a couple of very impressive lifts. And I'm sure, again, he won't mind me mentioning his name. Um, I believe it's there's two brothers, but the guy that I was competing again, I think, was Rob, Rob Ward, the UK guy. Um, again, one heck of a competitor. You know, I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. Um, but going into the last event that day with Rob, I remember going out, and I won't lie. You know, I was I was the underdog. I was the underdog in that show. You know, so I I went into that event. But before I went into that event, I, I was out back and I, I had a little chat with. Um, look, each to their own. Look, call us what you will, but the powers that be, the, the boss man upstairs, the universe. You know. But I went out and I had a little chat and, um, you know, there was not just a few words just between me and him, you know, and I went back in and how it happened, it, it was just, you know what, it was rep for rep and Rob was literally just, you know what, he was a second or two ahead of me, just, you know, so he got his first rep, it was Atlas stone to shoulder, uh, I got my first rep, he got but I was dropping, I was going from a second, but he was after banking his second. So there was like two, two seconds, maybe, you know, he was ahead of me. And, uh, and again, look, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't wish anything bad on anyone, but I do believe, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I think one of the questions you'd asked me was uh, something about fears. And no, in the last few years, no, I'm, I'm a firm believer that if, if you claim to be a man of faith, then you, you can't fear nothing. You can't be afraid. So, I mean, I, I certainly not hating down on anyone, but I knew that if I just committed and basically it came to the sixth rep, he did his sixth rep. He was going for the seventh rep. The whistle was blown, 10 seconds left. And you know what? As he went to shoulder that seventh rep, just, oh, and you know what? I did feel for the guy. I did feel, but we're all there to win. You know what I mean? Um, he was going for a se seventh rep and the stone fell. And I just managed to bank that seven rep before him. Now, some may call that coincidence, but I, I don't believe in coincidence. You know what I mean? This guy is is a top class competitor. I, I, I think some someone gave it a little push from up above there. <laughs> you know, so it, it was kind of, you know, there was a couple of things in the past that have happened to me. And it just reinforces my face every single time, every time something positive. I just know I can't. And if it ever changes, which I, I don't think it will, I'll drop you a line that says, Chris, there's there's something I'm afraid of. But I, I'm being straight. I can't honestly say that there's any one thing that I fear. Like, you know, I wouldn't be a big fan of spiders, but if a spider was on my lap, I'm not afraid of a spider. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. There's No, I'd, I'd be lying if I said there's any one thing that I could tell you I'm afraid of. No, it's, so, yeah, look, face, 
self-belief. I just humble myself and the numbers follow. That's that's just my way of looking at it. You know, I, I, I don't... And look, Eddie's approach is great. Jesus. And I mean, look at what he's done. I mean, he, he, he won the world's strongest man. He did the 500 kilo deadlift and he's done a lot of other things that, you know, he still has to this day in terms of records and that. And it's great. You know, he's, he's got this thing, um, back up your bullshit. And, you know, fair play. And I, I love the attitude, you know, so... Yeah, I and I, you know there's there's the the boxing match between him and Haftor coming up next year. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Like so, yeah. Look, I guess just different strokes for different folks. But I've just never know. There is one thing, Chris. <laughs> After the day of the show, the evening of the show, once I've done the work and I hit the numbers, oh, I broadcast it everywhere. It's on Facebook, it's on Instagram, it's on Snapchat, it's on whatever social media platform I can get on. But you've done the work at this stage, you know what I mean? So you've humbled yourself for 10 weeks, you've done the work, all going well on the day, I'll get the result. And then, yeah, you get your get in there for promotional purposes, you know what I mean? Get it out there, yeah. promote yourself, left, right and center. And yeah, so, yeah, that's just kind of my view on it. I, I guess, look, if talking numbers and I've seen it too many times in the past with guys I guess look maybe the lack of a bit of discipline I don't know maybe I, I don't know what it is but I've seen it so many times in the past and not 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 so long ago either like you know it happens quite regularly where guys will say things like oh I'm going to do a 400 kilo deadlift at that show and then they'll fall short and do a 470 or a 370 you know what I mean it's like if you're going to like Eddie says if you're going to say something then back up your bullshit you know don't don't come out saying you're going to do a 400 and then do a 370 and say, oh, my ankle was sore or I had a sore finger. You know, it's, no, mate, you just, you couldn't commit to it. You couldn't, you know, you shouldn't have spoke shit, pardon the expression, before the show. You know, unless you were going to back up your bullshit. So yeah, look, Eddie's approach, man, I love that guy. I've, I've worked on shows from, from uh, one of his few, first shows, I mean, in terms of the UK, isn't it? I worked with Glenn Ross for a few years, um, event organiser, and yeah, look, I've seen that guy, you know, over the years. I was I was fortunate enough to be there on a few of his bigger shows. Um, yeah, very impressive. I mean, to see these guys, I've seen them all, Zadronis, Haftor, Eddie Hall, all the top lads, I've seen them all in person competing, Mark Felix, the list is endless. And you know what? Yeah, you truly don't appreciate these guys for their size and strength until you see them in person. Because you know what? Television does them no justice in terms of you know their, their size. Like I, I remember seeing them as a, when I was younger, and then having to you know being great, grateful enough and fortunate enough to be working on the shows. These guys are huge, Chris. Like, <laughs> I'm stood there now. I'm coming in a five for five and ninety kilos. Like you know what I mean? These guys like are six, like there's a guy uh, Sean O'Hagan. He's like six foot ten or eleven. <laughs> you know, like, you can imagine what I look like stood next to him. Like it's it's funny, it's funny, you know. But again, they're all great guys. I mean, look, any one of them. I mean, you see it in competition. Everybody helps everybody. I mean, yeah, we're all there to win. You know, when 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 it's game time, yeah. Look, there's there's a few. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's no ill feelings, but you know yourself. You're in the heat of the moment. Things are said. Once that show's over, hands are shaked. Hugs, pats on backs, you know what I mean? It's it's well done, mate. And on the day, the better man wins. You know what I mean? If you've done the work, it'll it'll show on the day. You know, and yeah. that's that's that, yeah. So I mean, like Eddie, we're, while we're talking about, you know, um we're referring back to, to Eddie a whole. Um yeah. he said that openly, like he 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 puts his bullshit out there yeah. and he 
and he and he just draws in the haters and he just starts storing it and storing yeah. it and he and he uses some sort of transformation process of that negative energy yeah. into positive energy to achieve exactly what he said he was going to do. And that's how, good. Yeah. How do you deal with haters? Because everybody's got a different, uh, oh, different way of doing it. <laughs> we've definitely all got them, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I, haters, I kind of, yeah, I, I do use that, that kind of... I definitely don't get angry. That that's a thing of the past. I don't get angry. I mean, to see me <laughs> angry now is like it just it doesn't happen. There's very seldom do I get an off day, and if it is, it's a it's a really something's up. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't happen anymore. But haters, yeah, that that's quite a you know, common thing. Like, look, we do all have it. I I I know and see and hear things being said, and a lot of the times it's coming from people you think you know, <laughs> but. I do, I do use it. I definitely do use it as fuel. Um, a lot of my fuel, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it is that in the gym, you know what I mean? If, if I'm getting near the stage where, say, I don't want to do another rep or, you know, I'm, I want to go home earlier. You know, I, I'm not saying that's how I feel on a regular basis, but if you're having one of those moments or days, I'll remember that guy that said I couldn't or that guy that said I wouldn't or, you know, even growing up in... In my mid to mid mid to late twenties, in the first few years, I got involved in strongman. There was a guy, and it was it was it was quite a, a regular thing. But there was um, one guy, and and you know what? He'd be well known. This this guy's been on like, you know, the, the world circuit and that. Shit. But he, he, again, I was fortunate enough to be able to train with this guy quite a few years back in my early earlier days of strongman. But uh, I remember, you know, that and look, I didn't take it personal, but. Yeah, I am five foot five, you know, and I'm 91 kilos. That doesn't bother me in the slightest, you know what I mean? I'll still, I'll still stand tall to the yeah, I don't care. But there was a lot of, uh, ah, you're too small for this. Ah, you're not big enough for strongman. Ah, you'll never do well at that. You, you know, and I kind of, yeah, I used all of that, but it never, it never made me angry, but I've always used all of that when I'm in the gym or especially when I'm in a show, you know what I mean? And you're kind of fighting for that last rep. I'll remember that. So I, you know, it's it's yeah. So I I can switch into that kind of energy bank or whatever way we want to kind of put it. But it yeah, it doesn't make me angry now. Whereas in the past, obviously, I would have because of my mindset, I would have approached it slightly different. But uh, yeah, I welcome I welcome haters. I'm like yeah, bring it on. Do you know what I mean? I I'm 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 not going to put my numbers out there because it's just my way of doing things. But haters, bring it on. Bring it on because you know what? <laughs> I've still got a lot more in store. I just I'm not talking about it. You'll you'll just see it when it happens, you know what I mean? Which it's 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 equally as satisfying for me. It's like just uh and again I I don't and I'd like wish no harm or ill health on anyone, but you know there's a level of satisfaction when uh certain whatever the percentage, but when you've got these haters and they're they're trying to put you down and drag you down, they're there's a level of satisfaction that I get then when when I've achieved what I've I've said I'm going to achieve, and it's like I'll just post that. I'll just you know leave that here on Facebook just for you guys to you know. And it's there is so, and that, I don't think that's ego. I think that's just that's just a moment where you you, you take that like oh, that all moment and you just you let it go. Then you move on. You know what I mean? Go on. You know, even in terms of trophies, things like that, Chris, I haven't got a clue where anything is, you know, medals, stuff like that, but I don't do it for the medals. I don't do it for 
the numbers and I certainly don't do it for the publicity, but I do it for me. I have, you know, going back to that eight-year-old boy, it's, it was never about the Ferrari. It was about going back. Like winning Italy's strongest man for me was never about it winning Italy's strongest man. You know, it was it was that little boy coming back home. And like look, we were we were we were bad off. We were bad off. Look, we were getting hand me downs, claws off the neighbours, you know, local neighbours giving us food. It, it was a tough year. So you can imagine I came from that and now I come back like all these years later. And that that was whereas again, I don't believe in coincidence, but obviously at eight years old, I didn't have any idea of winning Italy's strongest man many years down the line. It was nothing to do with that either. But the past, the natural progression, how everything kind of fell into place from that memory of days to the next memory of 13 to when I bought my first Flex magazine and seen Branch Warren and thought, and that that's that's when I kind of first got into training at a heavy. It was 16, I opened a magazine, Flex magazine, my first Flex magazine at 16, never forget. And I seen, so it was Van Damme for a couple of years, you know, up to now, still to this day, but look, I love all these guys, Van Damme, Arnie, Sylvester Stallone, all, all these guys. But then at 16, it was uh, Branch Warren. And and what I love about Branch was at the time was, I remember, I think he's either five foot four or five foot five. Um, I stand correct. And it was one or the other, but he's in around that seven, five, six max, right? And uh, I was I was a short kid growing up. So at 16, I wasn't much shorter. I was probably the same height I am now. But <laughs> so it was seeing this big, massive guy. And he was only like my height. And I was like, Okay, I could do that. You know, and that's kind of... But again, it was never about the bodybuilding. It was more, it was... Again, it was a place of... A place that I could escape to where you can't, like I said, bully me. You, you can beat me, you can do whatever, but in my mind, you can't. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was just the natural progression. And again, I say these things, and I don't say them for like, oh, you know what, Portia? No, because there's people out there a hell of a lot worse off than me. A hell of a lot worse off. I mean... I know people that have been sexually abused, which, you know, is just worse than, I think it's worse than being physically beaten. You know what I mean? I was only ever physically beaten. There was the mental side of it as well. Like, but you take it to the next level. There's, there's the poor people out there that, that have been, you know, sexually abused. And that that's a lot worse than what I was. So, you know, I'm, I'd never play on the poor me card. No, we all have our story. I mean, some of us are fortunate enough to never be in that situation, never get beat, never. And you know what? Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But I don't know, each to her own. And I think you just got to take each situation, take the best from it, like we said earlier. <clears throat> keep pushing forward, keep chasing that dream, have that vision. And yeah, look, yeah, that's just, just being humble. It's just, that's that's just my way of doing things. It's what I've learned the last few years. It works great for me, Chris. It's, it's and I'll, I'll continue to do so. And I mean, now, haven't gone through all that. What what I do really enjoy now, and I, going forward, I haven't made any definite choices, but I definitely want to get into some level of of coaching, life coaching, maybe training. I don't really know, but what I do enjoy and what I get massive satisfaction out of is is helping others, helping others, especially in kind of a gym environment. You know, people coming to me and they're like, especially when they come and ask me and they're like, you know, can you? Can, can you help me do this or can you help me do that or how can I get my, my shoulder press up or my squat up and you know what 
that's 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 a nice feeling. But what's an even nicer feeling and more satisfying is you know when you actually help that person and you've helped them get that bigger lift, that next step on their lift, that that bigger bench press, that bigger squat. It's like you know it's and I don't do it because you know I'm I'm, I'm training with. And I won't say I am training. I'm training with, we train together as a group, but there's a few of us, there's six, seven, eight of us training together in a group. Um, two or three of them, three of them are going to be competing in October for the first time at their first novice show. And no, I, I would never take a penny from them. But you know what? I remember like it started off, there was one. And uh, it's like, yeah, great, no problem. We we started running together there a few months back at, at the start of the whole lockdown phase <laughs> without getting into that story. But uh, so we took up running together. Um, then I joined the same gym. Uh, she brought her friend along. She brought her boyfriend. And now everyone's going for this novice show. And you know what? I, I really enjoy that. I enjoy helping people. I, I think I want to work with a younger group in terms of going forward. Um, maybe a club setting, maybe... Because I... I feel I kind of went a little off track around late teens, early 20s, because, again, because of life experiences and not having not having any kind of structure, I suppose. I kind of just, you know, got sidetracked. But, yeah, giving back, helping others, that's kind of the plan going forward, where I want to end up. And, yeah, I just, uh, I don't really, yeah, numbers. This all started out, you asked me about numbers, just doesn't do for me doesn't numbers mean nothing to me yeah. so it's nothing got to do with the strong man the lifting it's it's what i'm gaining personally and it's what i i, I aim to give back that i want out of all of this as a as a bigger picture you know yeah there's one thing um that i'd like to like to hear from you and and one of the <clears throat> driving forces behind this podcast is to to highlight that the the, the direct correlation between our mindset and the actions we take and mm-hmm. how that impacts our mental health. Yeah. Um, so if somebody was thinking, Do you know what? I like the cut of Angelo's jib. I want, I want to get into strong man. That's what I want to do. I want to test myself. So they're going from, let's say they're starting from complete scratch, never, never touched a bar or a dumbbell in their life. Mm-hmm. What would you, what advice would you give to somebody who's just started in terms of, where they start and how they should look to progress? Um, you know what? I, yeah, if I had to give a bit of advice, that's what I see and what's quite common with a lot of people wanting to get into the strongman is a strongman is not always about walking into the gym and doing the biggest, heaviest lift. And, and I see with a lot, no, right, I suppose, look, let, let, let me sum it up in a slightly better way, right? So if they're coming, to get into strongman having had no previous kind of gym experience no background in training then my advice would be slightly different as to say if someone has a a good background in the gym to know all about that end of things it'll be slightly different so if you're coming say no background in training wanting to get into strongman that's kind of where you want to go going forward i would always because even with the, the the new group at the minute there's they would have a, a, a knowledge of training. I'm not. I'm certainly not going to put them down. Um, I think one of the ladies, I believe, taught circuit classes and spinning classes and that a few years back. So she does have a, a level of knowledge when it comes to training. But strength building and things like that, it's it's, it's different to circuits. But look, form. Work on your form. Form is, is a hell of a lot more important. Forget about the big lifts. 
because I see that with a, a lot of people they're coming and they're trying to get the big lifts but if your form is not correct and you're trying to get the big lifts you're, you're going to get an injury so then you're getting your injury now all of a sudden strongman's not fun you know that's sore or I hurt my back or I did that and a lot of the time not all the time but a lot of the time these injuries can be prevented like and so form work on your form keep your form correct um, start off light and progress up along through the ladder and you know what don't be afraid to fail. I mean, you're going to go at a lot of lifts. Cause I I failed a lot of events and I was bottom end of the field in, oh, first couple of years of competing. Literally, like, you know what I mean? I, was, I wasn't making any headway, but I didn't give up. I never give up because it was not, it wasn't really about the win. Again, it was making that progress. So every show I'm learning, I'm, I'm learning, I'm making progress, my form is getting better. So just keep it light, get your, your, your form on track. And, you know, yeah, everything else, I mean, the strength will follow, but just work on the form, keep it light. Nutrition, I'd even I'd advise that you spend a bit more time on nutrition than the big lifts and everything as a package. And I see what, the, and I'm referring back to the group that I'm training with again at the minute, we're only kind of three, four weeks in and, and the progress and how much strength they've come on in the space of three, four weeks is, it's actually impressive, you know what I mean? And it, the human body, the human body, it's impressive. I mean, it's just if you just get your nutrition on form, look into the science a little bit, a bit of research, a bit of reading. There's so much information out there. I mean, you just all you got to, everyone's got a phone or a laptop or some level of internet access. Google. I mean, you don't, you don't always have to have this 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 PhD or a degree in sports or nutrition. No, I mean the information is readily available on so many different platforms. Educate yourself. Get out there, and just don't give up. Yeah, like I said, I've 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 come last. I've bottom end of the field for quite a few years. But you know what? When I started making headway, it's nice. You you win a show, you win an event. Um, the the shoulders as well. You mentioned shoulders earlier, Chris. Um, it, it is. I, I do hold the title for seven times strongest shoulders in Ireland, but it's pound for pound strongest shoulders. Just to clear, because people would guess a bit offended with that you know what I mean and um, so there would be there will be a couple of open class lifters that have the max log lift in Ireland overall max log lift yeah. so what I hold is the record in the 90 kilo class yeah um, and any of the titles I have in Ireland are all 90 or 95 kilo class I think I think it might have been broken really yeah no I won't even say because I think it was broken there a while back but any of the kind of pressing um, log, especially, they were all in the ninety. Just, just, just so in case anyone's listening that has a, a two hundred kilo log and they're like one hundred and fifty kilo body weight, I don't want them to think that I'm taking their moment, like you know. And, and someone would, they're, they're the haters, they're the guys that'll pull you, you know. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about, man? So yeah, just to had to clear that up there. But um, yeah, just you know what, keep it light, keep it simple. If you're if you're serious and you're committed think of the long game you know what I mean because you're not going to get strong overnight you're not going to get strong in a week it's going to take three to six months before you see a decent kind of um, level of pro- progression and, and and your strength will be at a stage where you know you're going to be competing you see I can't remember who exactly said this it was I think Bob Proctor I won't even it was along that lines and I, and I can't remember word for word but he basically, he, what he was saying was that 
if you want to do something great, now again, I, I won't have this word for words, um, but it was about if you, if you want to do something great or achieve something great, just commit, commit to it, have that level of discipline because if you can have a level of discipline and commit to the cause, you will make progress and, and the majority, the majority of society was saying they don't, like for you to make more progress than the average man and again, I'm not having a go at anybody, but it doesn't take a whole pile because the average Joe doesn't give a lot of effort into their personal development and things like that. So if you can just commit, have that level of discipline, you, you'll start to make progress pretty fast. I mean, pretty fast for me, three to six months, but then you start to see yourself. And you know what happens then is, you know, when you start kind of edging away from, from the group that you would have grew up with, friends that you would have held for a while and Again, you don't fall out with people, but your mindset changes. You know, my mind is in a whole other place now where five years ago, six years ago, what I was doing that back then, I'd never go back to that. Now, it's not, uh, you know, I have no regrets, but I would never go back to the old way of life. There's like once you open that box <laughs> and that new way of thinking, there's a whole other world out there. You know, it's it's yeah. So just 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 commit, get out. Think of the long game. Like I'm, I'm, geez, I must be 12, 12 years, 13 years. I just strong man, but I'm training since I'm like 17, 18. I'm martial arts since I'm 13. Like it's, it's been a lifetime. You know what I mean? It's different reasons for getting into different things. Strong man kind of just by accident. Like I said, I was, I was into it, watched it a lot on TV, loved Pudzianowski, all of that. But, um, Paul Roberts bring me down and I just just like I said first day I just fell in love with the sport I just that was it but it's yeah you know what mindset it's it's really you just have to have that that belief in yourself just that 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 bit of self-belief sometimes you know what you need a bit of a, a push a bit of a helping hand um I see even like you know when, when, when I'm training people it's you push them we, we had a little um happened only a few nights ago in the gym where uh, there's one one lady training with us and I was setting up the trap bar deadlift for her and I I thought <laughs> I just wasn't paying attention but I thought there was 70 on the bar right? and so she had done 70 the week before for a few reps so I, I thought I just sometimes I forget you know what I'm telling I just throw five aside and I, I forget that it's not me lifting it and I'm like you know right they, they haven't quite made the progress yet so anyway I loaded the bar she went in she did four solid reps you know and it was only after she did the four reps that I looked down and I counted her. There was actually 80 kilos in the bar. But you see, the thing about it is, had she known that was 80 kilos going into it, she probably wouldn't have done one lift. Because of the mind, she would have went at it and she went, I can't do this, I can't do this. But because she thought it was 70, because I thought it was 70, you know, she went in, she did four solid lifts, and it was just like, boom. And then I told her, I was like, look, I made a mistake, genuinely, on my behalf, but it worked out in her benefit. You know, and that, it does happen. It happened to me a few weeks ago where I was pressing. I thought I do. I thought I was doing, or after doing two working sets of 80 and one one working set at 90. And I said, I'll, I'll leave it at that for the night. We call it a night, you know, um, in terms of shoulder pressing. Now, I don't know if I mentioned that. But when I was taking the weights off then, what I'd actually done was two working sets at 100 and one working set at 110. <laughs> and you know what? So there was 30 kilos extra. But it was the mind I didn't know, and it was just, yeah, easy. 
you, you honestly, Angelo, I'm right with you. This when I was, I think I was about, I'd have probably been about 22, 23. I was in um, like a, a big commercial gym, so you know the type of setup you talk about, mirrors everywhere yeah. and, and whatnot. Um, and I was I was uh, bench pressing that day, um, and I went to go and warm up. So uh, I would normally have warmed up like just a couple with a naked bar, and then I'd warm up on around 60 kilos at the time just to get things firing. Yeah. And I remember um, there were different weight plates, like different colours and things like that, so the gym that I'd been used to. So, I, But I just yeah. I went on colour coding rather than what was written on the plate. And right. I, loaded, I loaded the plate up to warm up, and I thought – Feels a bit heavy today, but I'm, I am a bit tired. I was sprinting yesterday. I was just a bit tired. So I, I remember, so I warmed up um, and I got through my little warm-up set. I thought, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. Yeah, just a bit stiff. And um, I was in that gym purely on the grace of somebody who worked there. I wasn't a member. Right, right. He sort of gone, don't worry, mate. You just come in the back door. I was like, oh, cheers. Um, so I'm excited to be in this gym with all this equipment. And... Um, I saw load up the next set of plates that match the color coding from my previous gym. All good. And I start repping out. So I'm normally, normally capable of a set of 10 to 12 on this weight. Um, and then I'll have to drop down as I go. So I start repping out and I get to eight. I'm like, God, I am tired today, but it's okay. Push through it. So I hit nine. I'm thinking, right, I'm going for nine. And because I know for a fact I can do 12. So why would I even consider stopping? Yeah. And then all of a sudden I just hit this wall and I remember my dominant side took over and pushed up and my left side was still down but I'd not clipped up there was no clips on the bar and the, all the weight slid off the left bounced smashed all the mirrors on, on the side of the gym this gym was packed everybody just turned around and looking like I remember thinking I wonder how red I actually am from embarrassment oh man <laughs> I can imagine it was so bad but oh, it does show God. you, though, the power of, you know, of your mind. Because I perceived it as a certain way, I just moved it. Mm, it's, it's so crazy. And, and, uh, and every time, every time. And you know what? I've battled with it. It's, it's getting easier. And uh, true, look, seeing a counsellor and that is still, still ongoing but for the last five years. But I've just, I mean, self-sabotage is a thing for me where I just, I... I it, it's just that, you know, I, I, like I said, I've worked and I can kind of recognize this at times, you know, but I'd be like, I'm getting ready for a show now. And, you know, if, if, I, if I hit a bit of a, a bump in the road, I could, you know, I tend to, my diet would be overall pretty clean year round. But when I'm getting ready for a show, obviously I step it up a gear and I, literally only the bank, there was bank holiday weekend there, it was last week or whatever, but what started out and generally my treat there is a Saturday so Monday to Friday it's you eat clean religiously it's it's on the button 100% Saturday now when I say a cheat day right I, at least my, I still get my proteins my fats my, my, my normal diet but you know what I, I wouldn't turn down a chocolate bar or a pizza or something extra of a Saturday you know what I mean it's like if I want to go buy a cake I'll eat a cake I won't think out of it you know what I mean and then Sunday mornings uh, generally events event training so the, the the idea then is you've you've fueled up, you've extra calories, you burn it off Sunday morning, and and then back into um, back into it's kind of Sunday evening, you know, back 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 nutrition and that, you know, so it's it's yeah, it's kind of I don't know, I suppose look, 
<laughs> so it was self-sabotage that you were saying? Yeah, it was kind of... Um, it's, so what is it about like self-sabotage that, that you link to the, to the, I, to the diet? I, yeah, I do like sort of when I have my kind of set, I know it works in other areas of my life, which I won't, one or two of them I won't say on, on the podcast. But for example, what I do is write the bank holiday weekend on it. It kind of started early. So the Friday was my my treat day. Friday evening, I kind of broke. And then I got into this where Saturday and I had so much. And then Sunday and I had so much. And then Monday... And it almost becomes hard then to break that. And it's 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 quite, I know I'm doing it, but I can't stop doing it. You get me? It's And that's where the self, but generally it only lasts a few days because I am quite conscious of it. And there's a, a couple of other areas in my life where this, this it does affect me. But when you're aware of it and you're more conscious of it, whereas in the past, uh, three, four, five years ago, I wasn't as aware of, I, I just thought that this is what I did. That was just, you know, but when I'm aware of it and I'm conscious of it, it's like, right, it doesn't happen that often. But now, like I could tell you this year might've happened on two or three occasions and we're, we're into August, like, you know what I mean? So whereas before it was quite a regular thing, but there are, yeah, certain, certain, you know, it's, a, yeah, levels of self-sabotage there just in, in two or three areas, not in all areas of life. But again, it's, you know what, training, training, just training's always been my, my rock, my anchor, you know, because again, it's the mindset, it's the discipline, like, you can't, you, you just can't, you can't set your targets to win a show or set a record and not expect to have some level of discipline because you need that discipline to get from A to Z. So that's why I think strongman and training works well for me. It's It keeps me centered, it keeps me focused. And it, you know what keeps all the other stuff stuff going on in there at bay like it's just I'm able to box it up box it up put it away and the focus the diet but yeah once in a blue moon I'll hit a bump in the road and it's like boom but I, I'm very good at catching it now like I said it happened only there recently I think like what two weeks ago was the bank holiday something like that and I, I found and you know what I took into the Tuesday Wednesday before I really saw four five six days that, that kind of little phase lasted and I was only like three weeks in and I remember you know what it's just I let loose that Friday evening and I just one thing led to another and what happened I let loose the mind my mind was somewhere else it was a bank holiday week ah you know I'll sit back I'll relax but it's very easy Chris then fall down that road again that, that you know that that little trap where you're doing that and you're you're missing things you know what it's the knock-on effect isn't it it's 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 one thing goes down, then the next thing goes down, then the next, before you know it, it's a week later, and you're like, you, you, your head's so far up, you're, you know, you don't know what's going on, so, yeah, I, I have to be conscious of it, but it doesn't affect me near as much as it would have years ago, you know, so, the anger and that, that we touched on earlier, back in 2015 and prior to that, that wouldn't have helped, so, I mean, I'm able to, it doesn't happen often, but if I get worked up now, take a few deep breaths, I count, and I tend to respond now, whereas the old Angelo would have reacted. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then once you've reacted, it's very hard to take back words that have been said. You know what I mean? So it's I tend to choose my words now, you know, and, and it, it, it works out better. You know, you, you keep more people in your circle. It's like, <laughs> you know, but I, I'm very honest. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, if, if someone's been a... I'll try and be civilized in terms of words, but if someone's been an ass, I'll, I'll tell them 
straight to their face. Like I'm not I'm not about to sugarcoat something to make you feel good. But what I am about is I'll be honest with you, and if I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. But I would expect you to be honest with me. If yeah. I'm doing something that's I I don't know, like we're not always, you know aware of the other person's situation or whatever but if I'm doing something that you find that's inappropriate or you think I'm being selfish whatever the case tell me but what I don't like is this you know people going around behind your back talking nonsense and they just tell me to my face because I'll be honest with you I'll be very honest with you and I've been in situations where I've been honest they've somewhat fallen out with me but they'll always come back right maybe not the next day but they'll always come back and say mate thank you and I was like what Look, you were honest, and you were you were an asshole about it, but you were honest. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, right? Sometimes my wording may not be the best, but like, just be honest. Just you know, tell it like it is. Be humble, and that's again we touched on it. Just being humble, do your own thing, don't harm others, and and you know what? Everything else will just fall into place. It's just, yeah, it's it's all about mindset. I don't care what anyone else like. Yeah, the hard work, everything else comes into it. But if you don't get the mindset right to begin with, if you don't get your own turmoil, your your inner fights, everything. If you're not happy and you can't be happy in you, what the good? What 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 the fucking good are you to anyone? Do you know what I mean? How am I going to be able to teach you? And not teach you, but if you come and ask me for something for help or whatever the case may be, if if I'm not happy myself. I just don't feel that you're going to be able to give back. Like, you know what I mean? I just, just, yeah, be honest, be happy, be humble, get out, do your own thing, harm nobody along the way. I'm all about that. Like, show respect. I'm big on respect, being humble. And yeah, look, like I said, I just have a vision, a dream. It's got nothing to do with, say, ultimately the end goal. It's nothing really to do with strongman, but I'm loving the process of strongman and, what I'm learning and it's the mindset and again it's yeah we always thought mind but it's it's the process it's the yeah. process I'm loving I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't been through everything I've been through because it wouldn't have led me to that and the people I've met and the strong man and all those haters the 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 the, the, the people you know you can't do that you're too small for that like yeah you know what it's that's your opinion you know what I mean? You're entitled to that. That's, you know what I mean? It certainly doesn't affect me. If I ask you for your opinion, you know, I'll, I'll probably take it on board or I'll at least respect it. But if I haven't asked you for your opinion, bugger off. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, so, yeah, enough. that's it, yeah. I um, I think there's a good, a good place to wrap up, actually, Angelo. And um, yeah. but there's something I, want, something I want to leave you with. And it's, again, it goes back to when I just did a little bit of research on your name. Okay. And I did the same thing on myself, but... This isn't about me. I can talk about it with you off air. Um, I looked into the meaning of the name Ianetta. Okay. And there's a couple of different sites come up with a couple of different results. So I'm not saying that this is the definitive. But from right. what you've been talking about today, I highlighted one sentence that seemed to apply to you. Okay. And from what you've told me, it does. So Ianetta, your tendency is to finish whatever you start. <laughs> and that's yeah. so when you know what when we get to the 11th of october this year yeah i'm going to be sending you as much positive energy as you as i can possibly send you Thank and you, you know let's see you finish what you start mate i will uh i will not forget 
what I will do is the evening of the 11th, I'll drop you a private message. And what will be in it will be just a couple of videos of the day's performance. And that, that you know what? That I'll will, leave it at that. It will make my day. Yeah. And I, I, that's, I, I definitely won't forget that. That I will do. Because, yeah, I'm a man of my word. I say I'm going to do something, I'll do it. I won't talk about it. I might not, like in this situation, obviously I'll do it on the 11th of October. Sometimes I might not always do it on time, but I'll always do it. You know, so if there's not a date set, you know, try not to get up, upset if I don't do it when you expect it, but I will get it done, you know what I mean? So, yeah, look, man, I, I, I'm going to have to do a bit of research on my name and that. Now, I'm, like I said, I'm all into that. So it's like, you've got my you, mind working there now with that. It's, you know, it's, it's fascinating. It's interesting, yeah. It's interesting, very interesting. So for now, everybody, this is the 23. I'm Chris Kirkby. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you soon.